cannot catch a virus. Well, back at it again, boys. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep. Frazzle drift deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. 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 Hello and welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Big Country, as always, on the other end of the mic, your two, two favorite hosts for this evening. Ooh, the king's all here, boys here. You know, it's nice to be back. I love oh, it when we're all together. Is that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm back. This is That's Chris. Darren on the other. Oh, <laughs> dang it. Oh, maybe oh. by a second. It's the good looking, <laughs> it's, it's the good looking guy. Not, not Darren. <laughs> you know, not I, Darren. And I've been running into him so much because Cops Plus and his um, Cops Minus, we, <laughs> we, uh, we run into each other quite a bit. And, and I work uh, a pretty junior uh, beat, so I'm always running into him. First time that we ever arrested people at the same time together. Did you guys like Eiffel Tower the dude? <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was at one point we had a guy get him out and we were patting him down real quick. And there was me and him, me and Darren together. And I was just like, all right, let's do something. Come on, do something. Just tag. Tag. <laughs> dude. No, it, was, it was cool. How yeah, awesome was would that That's be? Awesome. If anybody's listening to this show, we do not support police brutality. That was more or less a fucking <laughs> joke. So calm down. Yeah. Um, easy. Settle down. You can't cancel us anyways. Because yeah. we don't have any sponsors. So suck it. <laughs> no sponsors yet. Yet. Yeah, yet. exactly. Yet. But when we're big, they'll pull this shit up. And I'll we'll tell you what. They're going to people that are... They should, they should get us now when we're really cheap. That's what I'm saying. The going yeah. rate right now is one dollar. One dollar get you in there. And how far will it take you? Yeah, Illuminati. If you're listening, make an offer. Twenty bucks, and I may do some favors for you. <laughs> and jobs. Twenty, 20 job, bucks dude. is twenty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. I've had. I had a friend that told me that when I were playing poker and we were whooping his ass, and he's like, he's out of money. He's like, I'll be back. I'm like, where are you going? He goes, I can go work for 20 bucks. I can get 20 more bucks. Damn. Like, 20 bucks is 20 bucks, brother. Dude, I remember one night some dude said that he needed some money for a poker, and I got the best hand job of my life. <laughs> <laughs> what was this guy's name? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm saying that. Oh, I'm saying that. What like? <laughs> was he left-handed? Because we might know the same guy. It's Kung Fu Grip, dude. Uh, dude. So I learned about a new thing this this past weekend. Um, by a coworker. That's my wife. Yeah, we are we are live, honey. Yeah, but I you just come glow, in. glow about her. I'm telling you, that, you're glowing. that pregnancy tummy, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. dude, tell me. You know, there's there's nothing more attractive than when you see your wife. And I'm not saying your wife. I'm saying like it, your own no, wife. Hot, dude. I, um, I'd bang her. I'd bang her. <laughs> when 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 your wife is pregnant and you're like. There's just something going on yeah. right now. Oh, I'm totally you know? totally leave it in on mm-hmm. that one. My pull-out <laughs> game would be you don't have to. My pull-out game would be bad. Because <laughs> she went and got her hair did, and it looks great. And I was like, man, if, it, if there good. wasn't a baby in there, I'd be putting one in there right now. But um, <laughs> right. double stack, <laughs> you. Move over. We're about to revolutionize science. <laughs> um, so I, I learned about a new term. 
that I almost didn't want to know about. And I'm not going to go into detail about what it is. Uh, Have you guys ever heard of something called sounding? Sounding? Sounding. Do I need to look this up on Urban Dictionary? Um, Yeah. You you won't give us a definition. I don't want to give it okay. to you over over air because I didn't know this was. Okay. Uh, are we gonna get canceled? Tell us get... at least tell us the story of how you heard about. Yeah, it. tell us about how you came. Uh, upon coworker of mine is a a bit of a freak, um, and he's got all these weird fucking videos on his phone. So he showed me the video of it, and I was like, "That's a thing." And then they sell like kits on Amazon for it. Wow. Okay. Because there, there's a there's an actual definition for sounding, and then there's an urban dictionary. That's the one we're looking for. Like, not like sounding. that was that was sounding like a tree fell. No, that that's not the one we're looking for. Um, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's uh, a, a no go. Yeah. So, the listeners out Absolutely. there, do yourself a favor. Do not look that up. I just thought I would share it with you guys because I thought it was. There's actually a serial killer. They call him the Candyman, um, somewhere in Texas, and he used to. Uh, I guess you can call it sound his captors uh, and, with with glass, and then break the glass yeah. with the inside. So, supposedly, so. I guess the Nazis used to do that in concentration camps. Oh, he Chris just. Oh, Chris just got the yeah. delete your, delete your no. yeah. Um, yeah, I just learned about that. That's pretty wild. I didn't know that that was a. Th- I didn't know that was a thing. I bet there's a sounding video on uh, Hunter Biden's <laughs> laptop. I need, to take, I need to go take a shower. <laughs> Brush my teeth. What did you guys think about that when that dropped? When that came out, the hmm. sounding. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> the sounding is that a new scary movie? No, the Biden shit, did you, or the, the Hunter shit. Did the you guys Biden were you surprised? Stuff? I mean, well, I was surprised that they had an entire laptop full of shit, but it doesn't surprise me that basically everything everyone had assumed uh, that the Bidens were up to was true. Did, was there ever like a an outright denial? Um, I, yeah. I uh, did. Yeah. They, yeah, well, Biden says, but his 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 camp yeah. his camp basically says that we can't deny or we can't we can't say that it's not true. Yeah, basically. So, and there's more and more stuff coming out. Some Chinese, um, basically, like liberation type group who's anti CCP, anti communist. Yeah, they dropped a sex video of Hunter Biden. Then they dropped a couple more pictures and they said that basically everything that's on the laptop, they have. And I think the most disturbing stuff has yet to come. Yeah, I don't, think I don't know biggest. why they're dragging their feet because there's all kinds of emails about him working with Russia, working with China, basically selling everything. It just confirmed all the stuff that we had heard that yeah. we kind of all knew that if you you know did any kind of real research about it, you know that he was corrupt as fuck. Essentially, know. President Trump got impeached for the shit that Biden did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking silly. Yeah. But I don't know why they're dragging their feet, dude. Both of them should be in and and uh Joe Biden's brother should be in fucking handcuffs. And apparently there's some, some pedo shit on there. So we'll see what happens, dude. It's disgusting. Yeah, we'll we'll see yeah. what I mean two weeks, man. Two two weeks, you know? 
two weeks and he, he's already called a lid on in-person campaigning. So, <laughs> I mean, is that what your, your president can't campaign for a fucking whole day or your president elect your presidential nominee can't campaign campaign for a whole day. <clears throat> and that's the guy you want to run the country for four years. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't make it. No, there's no way. He's got fucking dementia. The dude, there was a video of him pacing back and forth on the stage while Jill, uh, his wife, fucking tries to brawl the crowd up. And it was, <laughs> it's terrible, dude. Yeah. And there's a note because you guys, you guys know that Joe Biden had a first wife that died in a car accident, he, right? No, I didn't he know that. that. He's yeah. <laughs> dude. So there's a note because I was telling Steph about this. I go, I go, listen, this is super weird, but Joe Biden was married before Jill Biden. Jill Biden's um, ex-husband at the time, because she was married when they met, he came out, excuse me, he came out and he said that those two, because they, they claimed that they met on a blind date, like in 78, 79. Yeah. And he goes, no, she's full of shit. They didn't meet on a blind date. They already knew each other. She was working for him. And he's like, I had already suspected that she was cheating on me with him because he he worked in the music industry for concerts like live music. Yeah. And he was going to meet like Bruce Springsteen or somebody. And they were huge Bruce Springsteen fans. And he was like, let's go. Like, we're going to meet Bruce. And she was like, oh, no, I've, I've got to go help Joe watch his kids or something. Like, <laughs> so next thing you know, his wife, their daughter at the time, and Joe or and Hunter and Bo were in the car. Boom. Gets fucking clobbered by another car. The two boys survive. The wife and the daughter die. And that's when you see like Joe fucking getting sworn in in the hospital, right? They try and make it like this pretty picture. No, this motherfucker. So there's apparently a note that was scanned into that laptop that talks about a witness who who overheard Joe speaking to a guy. Now I don't know how true this is. Excuse me. That over overheard or saw Joe speaking to a guy. Basically paid the guy to kill his fucking wife and kids start over new with Jill Biden. Well, obviously didn't work, but if that's true, that explains the route that Hunter went realizing his dad actually wanted him fucking dead. And that's why he's a coked out maniac. You know, yeah. it's, it's pretty, a lot of shit it's interesting. Is it, you know, uh, we said this before we talked about it uh, on the show and then kind of in our group text that we have going on. I know we're ranting before the episode starts. We usually do this every episode, but, um, we really just yeah. This is you know, if you're a listener, you know what we're talking about, but you don't know what we're talking about. Um, <laughs> you know, I want to believe in uh, what is kind of going down, or what we hope is going down behind the scenes, as far as you know, taking down the deep state. And with this yeah. much evidence, I don't know why he hasn't yeah. been arrested yet. If it was any of a one of us, we're fucking done. Oh. We're done yesterday. Absolutely. You know? um, yeah. Now there's still time before the election, and maybe there's just a lot of infighting happening within the government itself. You know, excuse me, within Trump's administration, and then you know the deep state people that are for Biden. Um, you know, boy, that video you had sent to us um, for what was it the the I forget who I forget who sent it to us the the Asian 
dude that was talking on mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I wanted, the yeah, the whistleblower from China or whatever. That shit was fucking. <laughs> I would listen to that guy. I have no yeah. idea what he's saying, but is there subtitles? I would watch that show because that's how good he presented it. Oh, it dude. Well yeah, done. absolutely. But and and you know, especially the way he speaks about basically the Chinese government has this plan to destabilize the, the United States to um, basically pay off all of their top politicians to get them in their pocket and then just fuck America. And they said it's working great so far. And it's because yeah. idiots like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, they want the money. Right. And then during the debates, you see Joe claiming, no, he's taking money. He tried to do business in there. And something I, I, I heard, or watched the other day, <clears throat> someone I follow, uh, Louder with Crowder, he's fucking oh, amazing. Yeah. That guy's so funny. And he just is, throws stats out as super all over the place. Dude. Super smart guy. And, um, and he was talking about all this shit. And then Ben Shapiro also followed it up. And Biden basically came in the office and he had no money. Mm hmm. Yep. Do you know how much he's worth right now? Millions. Nine million. Yeah. Over over nine million dollars. How can you work as a civil servant yeah. and become a millionaire? Become a millionaire. Exactly. It's because you're doing deals on the back end. Yep. People are giving you, you know, you can't accept it right away, but then they're like, oh, we'll just yeah. trust you this yeah. house. Yeah. You know? Nancy Pelosi's worth over like two hundred million dollars. No. That's not how it works. Yeah. You know I mean, can, this guy was vice president. The, you could take that to the bank. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, she she definitely loves her some whiskey for sure. Um, she's awful. Now she's probably definitely a wino, but you know they, there's she can a, handle whiskey. She yeah. might, you know what? I, I see her as like a Scotch drinker. Uh, probably you know? with all that money, yeah, like three four hundred dollar bottles worth, of and they're scotch. all in her purse. Yeah, but I'm guessing she's wine. drinking box wine from Vaughn's. <laughs> well, no, no man, you forget her nephew maybe. owns a winery, dude. Hey. Nephew owns a winery. That's why I was thinking wino for sure. Yeah, I think wino. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm surprised. She's probably going to her Gavin's. Oh yeah, wine winery. Yeah, that's wild. Um, so before we start tonight's uh, episode, I wanted to do another. Huge thank you and a shout out to Zach Hollinsworth, owner of Have a Shot of Freedom Whiskey, who came on our show two weeks ago. Sent us a bunch of awesome gear. I'm actually wearing his hat right now. Um, Chris, boy, your stuff is on the way. Uh, and I and I just kind of noticed, like, as I'm wearing this hat, like with these headphones and the glass, I kind of look like Marshall Mathers a little bit, you know. A little Easy bit, you know, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but, but he, he wears like those little conductor hats. So, yeah, that's you know true. I mean? Boxes, locks them in the boxes. Pass <laughs> the crosses. <laughs> Anyways, <Jeez>. so <laughs> so what are we talking about tonight, bro? So tonight's Ooh. episode is the flat Earth theory. Now we had talked about doing this episode for the past, I don't know, two years. Since we start from the past, like first day we ever yeah. did this, yeah. Um, back to even <laughs> when we had um, uh, our fourth host, whose name we we do not speak, um, <laughs> and we had just kind of pushed it back and pushed it back and pushed it back, and 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 then this year has just been so amazing for the show, and we finally had a, a slot to do it, and it's kind of fitting that we're doing it, you know, right, essentially before the world ends, so. Um, <laughs> we're letting you all know the truth. We might never get to know. Yeah. It's like 
how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? You know what I mean? The world will never know. We'll have the answers when, when Jesus returns. We'll have the answers. He just, he just yeah, lands man. and goes, 472. All right, what else do you guys need to know? Like, Is that the Tootsie Pop answer? Oh, my God. I didn't even know my God. He's like, you only get one. Sorry. You only I'm get, sorry. You only, you only get one question answered. I'm glad you asked about Tootsie Pop. <laughs> yeah. um, That's a good question. What would you guys ask? What would I if ask? If you could only ask one question. Fuck. Before I we probably get wouldn't say that. Maybe, what would I ask? Wait, you wouldn't ask about Tootsie Pops? You wouldn't ask if the Earth was no, flat no, no, for I, real? No. Just so you could be like... Fuck you guys! I told you. Right, like it's that, but it's that scene from um, "This Is the End" when when you're like floating up and you're like, "Suck my dick, bitch!" and then it like turns off and you like drop down. And he's like, "Yeah, you can't go to heaven if you tell somebody to suck your dick." So. Oh man, that's a good movie. I gotta watch that tonight. Good, good call. What movie? Uh, this is the end. This is the end. Yeah, it's got like all the guys from like Superbad. Oh, I've not yeah. seen it's, that. It, oh it's my god, it's so funny. Really, I mean, it's it's really good. It's, it's funny. On Netflix. No, um, it's super sacrilegious, but it's it's a it's a movie. When, it's funny. Okay, so we're we're gonna have kids' Halloween party next week. I, I think Grace is coming. Yeah. Uh, so I will hand it to Roxanne, and it's 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 graphic. You can't watch it in front. I'll of the watch kids. it when the kids are around. Yeah, no. I'll kids. watch it when there's no kids. It's funny though when it's just daddy Channing time. Tatum's in it, and yeah. he's like. He's on a fucking dog leash. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. So anyhow, awesome. back to Jesus. Jesus. What would, okay. yeah, what, 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 what would be the one question I would ask Jesus? Um, oh, okay. This would be the one question I would ask Jesus. Uh, who, who is the architect of the reset? Who are the architects of the reset? That's what I would ask him. Okay. Ooh, that's a good Let's one. Go. Okay. Damn, that's tough, dude. You came up. Can I can I can I use that also? Yeah. <laughs> no, I would I would ask him. Um I, I would I would ask him because there's a lot of, you know, you can go back and forth between aliens and angels. Like they're very similar when you break down the, you know the nuts and bolts of them as far as descriptions, right? Yeah. So I would ask him if we were, if we were made from, from angels or, or aliens, basically. That'd be an interesting question. What if he just goes pass? Pass next question, please. You in the back. And you, you with the Slayer shirt on. (laughs) Uh, What about you, Chris? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <clears throat> I would ask: Is Drew Lock the answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not Drew Lock's fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The injuries are killing us. Our offensive line sucks. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would ask: I would ask if if they did mean for us to find our true love why are people not finding the one that's really meant for them to mat their match how 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 was it divine that we're supposed to find our perfect mate you know not all of us are lucky like us and have three perfect wives but you see people consistently falling in and out of love and i think that's marriage after you know i think that that's a divine uh creation that we're given from from god you know that we're gonna create a family 
And I think that, you know, how in his words could, would we, should we be looking for our significant others? If I, I could pass that on to my sons, I think mm-hmm. that would be a good thing. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Yeah. I, I, I've thought about that before. And I think, um, I don't necessarily think it's something telling you, you know what I mean? Like, I think you just find yourself on a path yeah, and that path will take you. I think maybe you're just, if you're open to, you know, if we just stop and enjoy moments and really look about what's around us to, and be grateful, the things that were are coming to our life. Yeah. I think that don't, don't rush anything. Yeah. Everybody wants that instant gratification. Anything. Yeah. Right sure. Man, All right. Some good questions. Good okay. Drop knowledge okay. On us. So, um, starting off, I'm just going to read a few, um, Bible verses to kind of lay a little bit of the groundwork um, for this. So okay. this is Genesis chapter one, verse one through 10 and then 13 through 19. And I, I skipped 11 and 12, not because like I'm leaving critical information out. Those two verses just talk about the uh, seeds and grass growing basically as part of cre- the creation story. So here we go. Um, <clears throat> in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth, was, the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Uh, so verse 3, so that was 1 and 2. Verse 3 says, Then mm-hmm. God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and morning were the first day. Continues with verse six. Uh, Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus, God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and morning were the second day. Uh, Verse nine. Then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together in one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Uh, Verse 13. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be the signs and seasons for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. So stars, basically. Uh, Mm -hmm. Verse 16, the last verse um, through 19. Uh, Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day, over the night, and to to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Now... I mean, Chris and I were religious people. Um, I think boys had some recent revelations um, with this topic. And and this, again, is not um, evidence to support the flat earth theory. Um, More or less, it's a timeline that we look at. And a couple things in there we'll get back to later. So how did I get to the point? of like questioning. Yeah. That's, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Okay. So how did I get to this point? Well, so like three years ago, um, when I was still living in California, uh, it was right around before we started the show. Uh, I worked for a company called Dyna electric and we were doing the, the new build and the remodel for the Saquon casino in, uh, I think it's, is it Saquon that's in Temecula? Is that Saquon? No, oh, no, no, no. Saquon uh, is Saquon uh, is in uh, Oklahoma. Which one's yeah. in Temecula? Uh, I'm old. 
um, Temecula is. Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. It's. Um, Go ahead and I'll, and I'll get back to you. Paula. Paula. That's the one. Okay. Paula. So we're remodeling this casino. And then they're doing another build onto it. So. I'm talking with a coworker of mine about different conspiracies and stuff like that. And this is right before Trump was in office or he just got into office. And this guy overhears us and he was like talking about this and that different conspiracies, you know, and then he, he goes, Hey man, have you ever looked into the flat earth? And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Right. This is that's no, why would I ever look at that? Um, and, and in all truthfulness, in all truthfulness, the guy that told me to look into it for sure smoked meth. There's no way he didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is where we're taking our keys from, huh? So, well, I'm a, <laughs> damn, all of a sudden it just comes together. <laughs> and and here's the thing, too, is like I went in believing that this was stupid. Um, so, And at some point during all of this, I was like, I have all this extra time. Uh, cause I wasn't married yet. Obviously, um, Nicole and I were still just dating, but I'm like, I'm just going to look into it. And not only will I look into it, I'll have enough evidence to say that this is stupid. Right. So I also wanted to, you know, strengthen my belief in the conspiracies that we do subscribe to that we know are truthful. So I can separate the two because, you know, a lot of times conspiracy click, conspiracy theories, they get lumped into all these different categories. So if you're a conspiracy theory that believes that 9-11 was bullshit, you obviously also believe in lizard people. Well, not necessarily, but they kind of get put into these categories of if you believe one, you have to believe them all. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. So um, as I'm doing this research, right, so like I was going through like question after question, day after day, and like all these questions were slowly being answered. And they were answering, they were being answered to my understanding, and my understanding of the topic was beginning to broaden. So I actually started getting kind of angry at the fact that these questions that I'm having about the shape of the earth are starting to be answered <coughs> in a way that I had never thought of it before. And I, I was kind of mad at myself also as I started believing it more, was that I had been kind of fooled, you know, I, I felt kind of stupid. So at some point I, I took a step back and I looked at all the facts and I said, okay, so what they're telling us about the earth, according to like the heliocentric model, no longer makes sense to me. And so about two and a half years, I would say, I finally had to make a decision with the information that I had. And so then I decided to take, draw a line in the sand and take the side of, yeah, the earth is flat and motionless and stationary. And I kind of broke out of this, I could call it cognitive dissonance, but it's not really my fault or anyone else's fault because this is not a, a topic that you look into or even think about. And I think part of it too is because, you know, we are told from a very young age that this is the way it is. And you don't ever really question it because I think an argument against of, well, why does it matter? And we'll kind of get to that at the end of the episode. But um, I kind of look at it like the same way that um, kids get mad when you eventually tell them that uh, Santa Claus isn't real. Because they've been Mm -hmm. told for a number of years that this jolly red fat guy comes down your chimney, (laughs) gives you presents. If you're good, you get this much. Uh, and you get 
cookie and he eats the cookies and milk and all that stuff. And I remember when my parents told me that, yeah, by the way, Santa Claus is bullshit. It was us the whole time. Gotcha. Um, I kind of <laughs> fought them. <laughs> so, okay. So you're, I, I want to get your reaction on that, your reaction on that. And then my reaction on that. The first time you realize that, because this might play into some theories when you may or may not, you know, fall one side or the other on it. So I, I'm, we're not going to stray away from flat earth, but I think because there's always, as Sam says it all the time, that's the first conspiracy theory, right? Yeah. And I think that that your reaction to that might have an influence on other quote unquote conspiracy theories further down the line. So you said you were angry and you kind of fought him. Yeah, on I was it. like, there's no, there's no way there's presents wrapped by Santa that say from Santa, the cookies are gone every night. The milk is drank. No, you, there is a person because I, I know it. Like it's the same, it's the same way that uh, the tooth fairy or the Easter bunny, there's a quarter under mm-hmm. my pillow and the tooth is gone. Um, and I, I kind of, I didn't, you know, it wasn't something that I dragged out at a at a young age, but I was mad. I was yeah. I was mad. But your initial reaction, yeah, I was in, I was more of I think yeah. in disbelief that um, I had been tricked by my parents, mm-hmm. and it wasn't out of malice uh, or anything like that. You know, uh, you know, Nicole and I have have had a discussion that with um, our son arriving March 25th of 2021, um, baby duckling, baby, baby duckling. Uh, we are, we as, as parents are not going to uh, tell him about Santa Claus as far as, yeah, there was a guy there. Santa, Santa was a real person, right? St. Nicholas was a real person that did give presents to children in his area at a time. But as far as here, here here's the thing, you got to make sure that he doesn't ruin that. Yeah, shit I don't want him to be the kid who's like, guess what, <laughs> yeah, losers. Because no. typically that's how most kids find out. Yeah, some b hole at school. Yeah, that it might, softens the blow. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, two of my sons clearly know that Santa Claus isn't real, and two of my kids think Santa Claus is still real, um, and they're not going to ruin it for the other two. Yeah, you got to pull them aside. And you know, we haven't had the talk yet with. Hunter, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure he knows uh, that Santa's not well, real. Hey, and if, if that kid's YouTube and how to get girls naked, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna bring up old I'm shit. Just, hey, <laughs> I hope I catch Declan one day YouTube and how to, how to see boobies. Oh, it's not. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, super yeah. easy. You know, it's not. It's not like I was a worry that yeah, they're they're going to be chasing you know wieners, but you know you were kind of like, all right, all right, my sons, well, my, my lineage is going to yeah, keep continuing. Hey, when she saw what you say, when she saw what you. <laughs> what was what was your reaction when you first? I was sad. I, I felt lied to, and I felt. Did you, did you and Darren find out at the same time? No, it was different. It was different okay. times. I think Darren found out before I did, and then I got told. More mature. I, I, I don't know what it was. I, I just remember, I remember I was at home and, and I don't think that Darren was. So I, I may have been sick and it stayed home from school or something. And it was my mom and I were rapping or talking or whatever. And I don't even remember what age I was. I remember I was young, uh, younger. I wasn't, I wasn't young, like, like eight, but it was, yeah. I was probably a little bit older, somewhere between eight and 12, somewhere in there. And, um, I just remember being really upset. Like I was upset. Like I, I felt the, anger towards being lied 
mm-hmm. to like it hurt me that yeah. i was lied to um like like how could they do this to me you know mm-hmm. why would they do this to me why would they cause pain like this right. you know and my mom you know for her her part explained it very you know as nicely as she could she's like we are carrying on the tradition of what uh saint Nick did and you know giving the gifts to the kids and you know we are extending that christmas spirit and keeping that that him alive mm-hmm. by doing this it's not it wasn't an attack against you or yeah. us not loving you it's we love you so much we wanted to give you even more than what you know we do normally this is like an extra to, yeah. to make you feel extra special that's a pretty good explanation sure. yeah my mom was pretty good about that I never thought of it like that. She's a lefty, huggies, huggy type person. So. Yeah. And look, she raised a couple of goddamn heathens. You. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when I found out, I think I was around the same age as you, um, like 10 to 12. Yeah. My brother did a great job because he found out a lot earlier than I did. But I remember being like little, like, like my son's age. Yeah. And I remember one night we like I couldn't go to sleep. Can't wait for Christmas morning. Yeah. We see a shooting star and my brother's like, There's Santa Claus. That's him. He's on his way. We gotta go to bed. Yeah. You know, and I was like, Oh, okay. And then it wasn't until years later where I was like, This motherfucker knew already, you know? But so I I ended up like there's kids at school and of course they're like, You probably think Santa's real and of course you're like, No. <laughs> you know, because you don't want to be the fucking kid, right? The one. The yeah. One so, like, it was like, fuck, is Santa real or not? You know, and then you start thinking. And I remember I asked my brother. I didn't ask my my parents. And he was like, no, Santa's not real. But that's not the point. You know, he's like, the point is, is that it's just something that parents do to make the kids feel good. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a game. It is. You know, and I was like, oh, okay. And I, and I wasn't, I wasn't really upset. You know, because we had some good Christmases. Like there was a few years that I didn't have good Christmases at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do remember, like, like even even the Christmases where we didn't have much, like it, it, it there was still something from Santa. We always had one big gift, right? And it was like, okay, you know, even if it's really not real, like they're still trying to make, you know, make it kind of whimsical, like. Yeah. That, that type of stuff, you know? And then of course I was like, okay, what about the Easter bunny? What about, you know? And I started thinking about all this other stuff. Never did I think that it was something that was told to me that like my parents shouldn't have told me. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. And, and, but, I, but it, when it comes to, when it comes to like Santa Claus, Easter bunny, tooth fairy and all that stuff. And I like, I have the same feeling about that as I, I guess almost as flat earth. Like, it's kind of like, okay, let's move on. Right. <laughs> like, you know I mean? Well, that's, well, that'd be like the biggest slap in your face though. Like for me, like the lie, like that lie, yeah. you know, you know, how could they perpetrate that lie yeah. for so long and to so, and why they continually to yeah. do it? You well, know? cause I've always told Brian, like I'm not, and, and, and I think Sam and XG had coined this phrase actually, uh, um, um, What's his name? Eddie Bravo, I think, kind of coined this phrase. Not, I'm not married to the ball. If you can give me definitive proof, I'll take it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we. But the the thing is, is that like that's that's what I need 
You know what I mean? I, I need definitive proof because there's, and, and I'm sure we'll get into this. So I'll, I'll, I'll save my comments on that sure. and, and let the country take it back. Yeah. All right, Brian, get on. Okay. This. So these are the, th- there's, there's three key points um, that led me to disbelieve in the heliocentric model and subscribe to a flat earth model. So those three key points are uh, satellites and outer space, outer space itself being a violation of the second law of thermodynamics, which we'll get into. I know it sounds confusing. Um, Reason number two is gas pressure without a container. And three, the assertion of the Coriolis effect. So those three key points is kind of what put the stamp on my belief in. And those three points are all based on actual science. So before we get to those, I'm just going to give you... um, one point about NASA. Um, And at best, this is just circumstantial evidence not supporting a flat Earth, but laying the groundwork of why I don't trust um, NASA. So, um, my belief is... (laughs) Yes. So, so my belief (laughs) is that, and this is my belief, that NASA is a satanic organization. So the four individuals that uh, are accredited with the creation of NASA is Walt Disney. Okay. Not making this up. Who is a Nazi sympathizer, uh, a Satanist and arguably a pedophile. So then we had Jack Parsons who a known Satanist. Satanist, And he was a member of the, I always say this name wrong. I'm probably going to say it wrong. The Templi Orient cult. Um, which was all into like human sacrifices and sexual shit. Rituals. He was into sounding and stuff. Um, <laughs> so we have Walt Disney, Jack Parsons, uh, L. Ron Hubbard, who was a sci- science fiction writer and then the creator of Scientology. Uh, you know, we, we've heard it before that, that he's written more science fiction stories than anyone ever. And he died a while ago. <laughs> Uh, and then we yeah. have Werner von Braun, who was the father of the rocket program. He's kind of the head of Na- of NASA's creation. He's he's the one that's like the most prominent with the creation of NASA. So obviously, he was a yeah. Nazi scientist brought over mm-hmm. under Operation Paperclip. So mm-hmm. um, the word NASA in Latin means to lift up, uh, or if you pronounce it NASA, which is spelled the same way, um, it means to deceive. So if you combine those two things, those two meanings, um, you could say we get to lift up to deceive or to lift up to deceive or if you flip them to deceive mm-hmm. to lift up, however you want to remember that. So mm-hmm. uh, all, astro- all astronauts uh, are admitted Freemasons. Um, and this is all also, again, not it, just because you're a Freemason doesn't mean that you're a bad person. You know, your local plumber who's part of the Masonic Club is not part of this. Um, but if you're a member of NASA and chosen to go to outer space, I'm assuming that you have a much higher level of clearance than, you know, your local masonry or plumber, whoever is in the the Mason Club. But um, so this, it, it sounds crazy, right? To be like all Masons <laughs> or all astronauts are Masons. But I mean, is it, is it yeah. more crazy that we had two presidential candidates from the same secret society, Skull and Bones, you know, Bush and Kerry? 
and they ran mm-hmm. against each other. One was representing, representing the Republicans and the other was representing the Democrats. And that's who we had to choose from. Like they yeah. were both jacking off in coffins together. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Is that confirmed though? Is that really confirmed? 100% confirmed. Okay. No, they didn't. They, they weren't. They weren't the same graduating class. They were both oh, bonesmen, but, but quick, at a different time. Quick question, though, because there are a lot of female astronauts, mm-hmm. and we know that the Masons is not a female organization. So, how do we how do we explain that? So, there is a, another secret society um, for women to be involved with. It's kind of very similar to um, the Black Boulet because because mm-hmm. black people were not allowed to be Freemasons. So they had their mm-hmm. own secret society and they're all kind of in collaboration with one another. Um, but uh, so every planet and, and these are the planets that are orbiting the earth, according to the model, right, are named after... Mm-hmm. Uh, false gods. So Pluto is the god of the underworld who was earlier named Hades. Um, Uranus is the god of the sky. Saturn was the god of generation, dissolution, plenty, wealth, agricultural, periodic renewal, and liberation. That guy's got a lot on his plate. A lot of titles. titles. He's like, Saturn. yeah. He, I, I hope that guy had like a, a, like a really good secretary. <laughs> like Saturn, you're scheduled for your um, presentation on dissolution at two, and then at four, you're going to have your periodic renewal and liberation. So, just letting you know. It's like fuck, I swear, God, I just man, did. I, I just got, thought I got caught yeah. up. <laughs> uh, Jupiter was the god of the sky and thunder, uh, and the king of gods, uh, and it goes on and on and on. Right, so the the heliocentric model at its core is basically ancient worship of the sun, which the sun is the it is the center of the universe, and all other false gods or demigods as they're called is revolving around it. So this model has to fit in this way, with most scientists denying the biblical story of how the Earth was created. So according to the Big Bang, obviously that goes in contrast with the intelligent design. So I'll explain more more why I I say that it's a satanic. Uh, organization. I don't want to say cult, but you could call it that, I guess. So scientists claim that the moon, uh, that the sun is 93 million miles away and it's 40 times larger than the moon, but it's also 40 times the distance away from the moon, which is why they would appear to be the same size. Um, the earth is supposed to rotate at a thousand miles per hour. It orbits the sun at 66,600 miles per hour. The universe as a whole is spinning around the sun or orbiting around the sun at 666,000 miles per hour. The entire galaxy is shooting through the Milky Way at around 1 million miles an hour. Now the Earth, as we're told, is tilted on its axis at 23.4 degrees. At 90 degrees, at a 90 degree angle, from a 90 degree angle, we're left with 66.6 degrees. So do you guys kind of see the pattern there? Fuck yeah. (laughs) When three of the four founding members of NASA, is 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 it out of the realm of possibility that when we see the repetitiveness of 666, 666, 666, and all of the planets, which... Subsequently, God forgot to mention in the creation story are all named after 
false gods. I mean, is it is it out of the realm of possibility that it's it's not? Um, but I, me being, um, I guess the skeptic. You're I, the skeptic I, when it comes. Well, when it comes to flat Earth, like because there's a lot. First of all, correct me if I'm wrong, but there are a lot of like. So you have the general flat Earth, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you have flat Earthers that believe a multitude of different things. So Brian's belief in flat Earth might not align with another flat Earther's sure. beliefs, right? Yeah. And there, and there's a lot of yeah. them. There's a lot of different subsections of flat Earth. Yes. So you know, one can argue, okay, when the Romans or or you know these when these ancient Greeks or whoever. Discovered, air quote it for us. Discovered these planets. They gave them the names of the gods that they used to worship, and then those just kind of stuck in recorded history. Um, as far as all these measurements with six six six, this and that, maybe they rounded up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know like that is that is definitely weird, right? Um, well, that's because I think it's safe but, to say. But that's something that we see all the time with the occult stuff, you know, and the satanic stuff. Is they have they. They show you it's these numbers. Yeah. It's got to be there. They yeah, have to show be you. There. But, yeah. I, but I think it's it's safe to say, damn it, I forgot where I was going with that thought. Sorry. Um, totally I, 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 fucked you I, on that just, one. But just in, in general, like, because if we got to think about the the people well before us that researched this stuff, right? They're, they're naming things that were part of their culture at the time right so you can go through like the the greek gods the roman gods very similar all of those are very similar to um uranus and saturn and all of them so the the names in particular isn't something that i have a problem with or the names or the the mention of them uh or the lack of mention in them in the bible um just based on the fact that the Bible's story was about the creation of earth. Right. So uh, not to say that it was an oversight, but at that time it didn't mean anything to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and so that, I mean, I'm just, I'm just asking no, the questions. Sure. I, I've, always, I've always said that I'm not going to shit on Brian for this, especially no. for the show. Yeah. Cause like I said, I, I, I would love to know the truth, but like I just need some proof. And so those questions I ask because I'm like, well, these names came up fucking thousands of years ago or whatever, sure. you know what I mean? So, so, but I mean, the measurements definitely are strange, especially when NASA is the ones like, here's the measurements. And it's like, motherfucker. <laughs> Can you work out the math on that one yeah. for me? I want to see how you came up with, I want to see how you came up with well, 66,000 miles I mean, per hour. Because I mean, like nowadays they can say we launched a satellite at the sun and this is the distance we got before we lost communication. And it's like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah. how, like prior to how, how do we get these measurements? You know what I mean? You can't just stick a radar gun out the fucking atmosphere and be like, <laughs> okay, we're clocking in here. Yeah, it, does shoot off, it shoots off endlessly unless it's de- bounces off. Reflected, refracted See? or deflected. See, so. but how long are you going to have to wait for that? You know what I mean? Yeah, long time. <laughs> long fucking time. So here's where it kind of gets interesting. Um, so NASA was developed in 1958 under Dwight D. Eisenhower. And in 1961, 
1991, a very peculiar treaty was signed. So a treaty was signed by originally 12, now up to 54 parties, agreed that no country is to ever set up any military bases or claim any territory on the Arctic ice shelf or Antarctica. So an interview was conducted on TV with a one Admiral Byrd, who was the youngest admiral ever in the U.S. Navy, stated that there is not only land beyond Antarctica, but enough natural resources to essentially sustain life on the entire world for years to come. He's quoted as saying the land beyond Antarctica is the most important piece of the world left for science. So this, of course, as you can imagine, Admiral Byrd's last expedition it was called Operation High Jump um, to Antarctica. So after he did this interview, they're like, uh, shut it down. Um, so, again, this is all circumstantial evidence, right? This isn't proof of anything. It just kind of is laying right, right. the groundwork of, of some anomalies, if you right. will. And well, I think any conspiracy theorist can, can all agree that Antarctica is definitely strange, whether you're flat earther or mm -hmm. not there's some sort of importance it holds to the world powers. So check this out. So in 1962, okay, Operation Dominic took place. This where a series of high altitude nuclear strikes uh, took place. Mm -hmm. And within the operation, uh, Project Fishbowl was also set in motion, which is the exact same thing, just a lesser number of detonations of these missiles. So the mm -hmm. U.S. government was launching missiles straight up into the atmosphere and detonating, detonating them against something. So seven years later, we landed on the moon. But here's what's interesting about it. So that was in 1962. In the Encyclopedia Americana 1958 edition, it said that, uh, quote, these flights inland seem to prove featureless in character. They're talking about Antarctica here. Uh uh, a dome was observed to be at 13,000 feet high at a latitude of 80 degrees south, longitude 90 degrees east. All maps in the encyclopedia up to 1958 had what would appear to be a flat Earth with Antarctica, Antarctica circling the Earth. So there isn't a, an actual flat Earth map, per se, or a model. Um, but if you were to basically take a globe... And flatten it out. Mm -hmm. And if you were to do the measurements of 80 degrees south latitude and 90 degrees east, um, it would be basically be on the corner of what would be the map. So at mm -hmm. 13,000 feet would be supposedly the edge of the dome. So that's not the height. Obviously, if you went to the center of the earth where the North Pole would be, the firmament as it's called in the Bible, or the dome would be obviously much higher. So Operation Dominic in 62, the name Dominic, boy, you might know this, means of the Lord. Yeah. So in 1962, there's Operation Dominic, of the Lord, Operation Fishbowl is within that. Fishbowl of the mm -hmm. Lord. The, the theory is, is that based on Admiral Byrd's exploration of Antarctica, they had found what would be the dome and they wanted to see how high it went. And that's kind of the theory on what they were, what they were launching missiles at. I don't know if that was the best idea to launch <laughs> missiles into it. And again, this is circumstantial at best. Right. Cause see, cause, cause I've, I've researched project Dominic um, and fishbowl and 
not extensively, so I'm not claiming to be an expert, right? But I always thought that it was, and, and maybe to make it easier for people, um, Black Panther, right? There's a dome over this country and it's got the best resources. It's got, it can sustain the entire planet and things like that. Their technology is advanced. They got right, all the best of, stuff. You think of the, the, the ancient stories that you hear of like super advanced civilizations, whether it's Atlantis, whether, it, you know what I mean? Like yeah. things like that. And so I had always assumed that it was a, a dome over an advanced civilization and that the reason we were never allowed to go there was because either they said, we're going to fucking destroy you guys if you come here or cause you know, we started getting a little bit more advanced. All of a sudden we got flying vehicles and, and people are doing research and things like that. So that was always my assumption. I, uh, it, it never got to flat earth. And to be quite honest, I never even heard about flat earth until we met big country. So that was that was always my understanding of of, of the dome that they encountered. Yeah. Well, that's an it's an interesting thought, and 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 I mean, again, uh, I believe in a dome. <clears throat> However, I don't know what it's there for or where it's at, um, or if like you had mentioned, boy, that it's part of something else. Like we're not allowed to go past this point for this reason. No. Yeah. Well, I, when so, it comes to Antarctica, I wholeheartedly believe that there's a, a whole completely different civilization there. And then that's kind of where hollow earth comes from. Um, you, you get into, you know, advanced civilizations, you get into an area where you, there's like dinosaur, there's all kinds of extinct animals that still live there. Crazy shit, right? So, I mean, that's a whole another episode, though. But. With shooting the missiles up into the atmosphere, I guess, or into the dome, you're calling it mm-hmm. a dome. Um, what happens? What what happened with that? Where where what do we what uh, climate what did, change global warming? Is that what it is? <laughs> so, that's why California. Do you remember? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but when I remember going through school and we started learning about us and our nuclear testing and dropping a bombs, mm-hmm. um, they talked about blowing a hole through the atmosphere. Do you guys ever remember hearing that? I, I remember learning about the hole in the atmosphere. Yeah, and that was we caused it by. Yeah, you know, is that. Maybe, or is that the theory? Is that how they, you know, they got, now we can go through space because they blew a hole through the dome and now they can get out in space. I mean, it's interesting. Is that, I never, I never, I mean, to to my knowledge with doing, you know, research on Operation Dominic was that it just got to a certain point and then it it, it exploded. Um, There was never really any results that was made known to the public was like, yeah, it hit this thing and it blew up, and then there was like a, a, a hole in this weird domey thing. But anyways, um, I don't think they if 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 that was what happened, it's not public knowledge for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a great point that you brought up, Chris, um, about breaking through a dome if there is one. Um, I mean, it happened in the Simpsons movie, dude. <laughs> And they predict a lot. They predict a lot of shit. Yeah, <laughs> when the guy knocks the baseball. <laughs> so this, okay. Continue. So this is the last point of weird anomalies before I get into the three key points that we'll cover tonight. Um, so there was a gentleman by the name August Picard. 
who was born in 80, 19, 1884 and died in 1962. He was a Swiss physicist, inventor, and explorer. And he was known for his record-breaking helium f- uh, balloon flights with which he studied the Earth's upper atmosphere. So one in particular, when uh, if you look at pictures of what he built, it was basically like a capsule, um, mm-hmm. rudimentarily looking kind of like an original submarine almost, but in a ball shape. And he attached mm-hmm. a bunch of helium balloons and he just floated the fuck up there. And what he had described... Right. How wild is that? <laughs> that's it's like all right good luck dude yeah right but this is i mean he did this prior to nasa so he's like yeah. Fuck it, i'm doing my i'm gonna do that shit myself nasa nasa you can suck it I, i'm, a, I'm in space before you yeah right just take a bb gun and shoot balloons out that's how you get down <laughs> um so he has uh made numerous trips into the upper atmosphere. And what he had said was when he got to the point of where he couldn't go any higher, he claimed that the earth appeared to be flat with upturned edges and the medium that he was in appeared to be water-like is how he described it. I don't know how you would necessarily know that if you're in a capsule, maybe it would just appear to be water-like. Now there, this was back was still in black and white. Yeah, though, so. exactly. Exactly. He could only see black and white. It's like a Charlie Chaplin yeah, movie. He was, up, he was up in the. He went up in the capsule. Is yeah. that what he? Is? So he's in the capsule Damn. and he floats all the way into the upper atmosphere, and he describes the Earth as being flat with upturned edges, and he couldn't go any higher at this point. And he described the median with what he was, which he was in, floating in, appeared to be water-like. So there was a commercial that was done a couple years back for Bacardi. I'm sure you, I think it was Bacardi that you could probably find on YouTube, where they were kind of paying homage to him, where um, they show this guy floating in a capsule, and um, he like it, it would appear that he breaks through a kind of a dome, but it's like a water dome, if you will. And he breaks through and the atmosphere around him looks to be like water. And Mm -hmm. if I can go back to what I had read originally from Genesis one, when God said the earth was without form and void and on the darkness was the face of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And then uh, he had said in verse six, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. So he put, according to the Bible, right? If you interpret it this way, God is looking down and above the face of the waters. And then he puts a firmament to separate the, the water on earth and the water in heaven. So it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that that's how August Bacard had described it. Again, before we even right. had any kind of exploration of what you know, the upper atmosphere was. So if you guys want, we'll get into the three key points that sealed the deal for me. Um, Let's do if it. you want. So take us home. Um, again, this is all science, scientific information. So I tried to scientific mumbo. Jumbo. I tried to, and just before we move forward, none of us are experts in this shit. So nope. <laughs> we'll try to explain it. Yeah. As I, as we can. I am not a scientist. And, and, uh, I, big country's argument for 
is going to be his best version in our argument or not even a argument against, but our knowledge of what he's telling us is extremely limited. So forgive our rebuttals if they're not on yeah. point with anybody who happens to be an actual scientist. On the I, I tried to, I tried to break it down as, as stupid as I could um, just so I could make sense of it. So, um, okay. So first, first key point is, um, outer space is a violation of natural law, uh, or the second law of thermodynamics and satellites are not used for communication. I had mentioned satellites earlier. Um, but so outer, outer space is a violation of natural law. And in short, the second law of thermodynamics can be just summed up as the rate of decay. So um, over time, everything is in a state of decay. It's a natural law and is proportional to time. So Nathan Oakley, who is a, I guess you could call him a YouTube personality, but he does a flat earth debate every day. He's, he has like 1700 episodes right now. And now is he, is he pro or is he just arguing facts? Uh, he's he's pro. Or so he's pro and, but he invites anybody on his show. Um, okay. He's extremely aggressive with the way he debates, but it's very interesting. Okay, and, so. and he gives an example of okay, so how how would you describe rate of rate of decay or or decay over time? Like throwing like 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 throwing a baseball. Um, similar, but there's other laws involved with that. So you have the law of uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So if you have velocity okay. of a baseball, there's something forcing it back towards you. Uh, there's other laws in play, but so the rate of decay, the way he describes, and I think this is pretty easy to understand, is he said that if you were to paint a room perfectly and then did nothing else and left it the way it was, and then for years and you came back to that room, eventually that room would be in a state of decay. So the paint might be chipping or it would be discolored and there might be a smell to it. So over time, things decay. Um, so the earth has gas pressure. Right, mm-hmm. so we breathe it every day, and space is claimed to be a vacuum. Mm-hmm. So the gas on Earth, which we breathe over time, will fill the available space. It's it's a it's a gas law. So gas operates under a specific set of laws, and in order to have gas pressure, you have to have a container. So outer space, as as how it's described to us now, according to the heliocentric model is a violation of this law because we have space that's not being filled by a gas. Okay. So now th- this gentleman, he believes in the firmament as well. Um, correct? He doesn't claim a firmament. He doesn't have an issue with one. Okay. He has said on his show, and I don't really want to misquote him, but that um, I know that there has to be a container in order for gas pressure to exist. Right. Otherwise, so, gas would just leak out. Everywhere. Absolutely, and I and I I agree with that. I agree with that. But even if you believe flat Earth or round Earth, right? I think I think round you know globe believers believe in the firmament. I think they would claim that the firmament is the atmosphere, mm-hmm. right? Um, and even if it was uh, a, a dome over a flat earth, that that atmosphere would be the container, right. correct? Right. Okay. Yeah. In, in in essence, I mean, we'll kind of get into the issues with the sh- the shape of the earth being a sphere a little bit later. But 
Yeah, I think that's okay. a safe. I mean, they could. I, I think they could argue for it as far as being a globe in that right. but, but I'm saying even even if it was flat and you can came you can claim that the firmament is could be considered the atmospheric dome that we may or may not see, you know, on the edge of the earth when you get to to the altitude. Um so that could be considered the <clears throat> container. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um okay, so um let's see. So there is no test on earth to test this natural law of gas or, or there's no test on earth that we could violate this gas law. So if you were ever to do a test using the scientific method, you know, observe a natural phenomenon, formulate a hypothesis, um, identify the uh, variables um, and then test those, your theory and then re- review the results. I'm, I'm butchering the scientific method, but we said earlier, we're not fucking scientists. So, um, <laughs> That this cannot be done. My son, my son just had this on a, a, a math homework that I had to yeah. do. And we were looking at it. Up oh, so he's, so he's failing, it. is what you're saying. This is because he doesn't turn his fucking work in. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm probably going to have that conversation with my son at some point. Yeah. Um, so there's no test on Earth to test this uh, as far as the model that we're given, right? So. If there is no dome, according to the heliocentrics their model, there isn't one. There's just at some point you get to the atmosphere, the edge of it, and then you're just in space. So there has to be right. a barrier at some point between the pressure of Earth versus the no pressure of space. Right. Um, the, the negative, the negative exactly. pressure. Um. They can't even create something to replicate this to test spacesuits in a vacuum. Right. They they try, but they can't duplicate the alleged vacuum of Correct. space. Yeah, with like, it's like negative right, right. Like thousand tear calvins or some shit like yeah. that. There's a, there's like a giant like capsule building thing because I, I watched someone do a uh, a um they they were basically they wanted to witness how certain objects fell in zero vacuum. You know right. what I mean? So they would drop a feather and then they would drop like a brick and, and then measure the, the, the rate of the mm-hmm. fall. Uh, but even they said like, this isn't a perfect duplication of zero Correct. vacuum. So. You know, what's actually really interesting about um, this argument of the violation of this second law of thermodynamics is that even when they do those tests, right? So they're doing this attempt at a replication of space with these tests. They're still doing it in a container. They have to put it in a container. They has to have. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, and I I don't think there's any logical person that could ever argue that that isn't a fact. You have to have a container to create vacuum. Exactly. Especially if you're a, a tradesman. Yeah, because they're smarter than I went to college most of the time. <laughs> so therefore, based on this, right, there must be something stopping the gas from escaping into outer space or filling the void or filling the volume of space because this is how gas operates. It's called entropy. Um, uh, so there's no example of gas pressure without a container except on the heliocentric model. For whatever reason... They don't give you an explanation as to why the gas escapes or doesn't escape 
um, because uh, they one argument for it, according to heliocentric model, is that there's a gradient. So there's a lot of pressure down here on Earth. And then the higher you get, there's less pressure. It's harder to breathe on the top of a mountain. And the right. higher you go, there's even less uh, pressure, which is true. There is a pressure gradient, but the prerequisite for even pressure to exist at all is a container. So this has mm-hmm. been debated for a while now on on this that channel, um, Nathan Oakley. And one guy had attempted to do an experiment to create gas pressure so what he did is he kind of built this container and then he had a long tube extending out with the top of it exposed. So he created a lot of gas pressure on the bottom and then the gas eventually rose. And by the time it was at the top, it expanded to less pressure and escaped. And they said, well, that's a fantastic uh, you know, experiment that you did there, but you put gas in a container. That's the only way, that yeah, you, still a container. The only way you could pressurize the gas. Um, is to yeah. leave it in a container. So entropy exists within this law and causes gas to operate in a certain way. Uh, entropy is violated by the heliocentric model due to the fact that we have gas that doesn't fill the available space of outer space, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get so, it. So that was, um, that's, that's outer space violating a, a, a natural law. Um, satellites, satellites, satellites for me, uh, this, again, is not proof of a flat earth, but when I was in school for low voltage, being a low voltage technician, we were taught that 99% of all worldwide communications is done through something called um, underwater sea cabling. Mm-hmm. So this is basically giant cables of fiber optics that's laid out through the oceans. So you have from the Atlantic, from the East coast, all the way to Europe, and then from the Pacific, all the way to, uh, basically, um, what would that be Eastern or Western Asia, depending on how you're looking at it. Um, and this is, this is not a conspiracy, right? This, if you were to look up any articles, no, no, this is all true. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that's, that's how transfer data, transfer transformation or data transmission is done. It used to be done through radio waves. It was just a lot slower and you had to have a lot of towers in order to get it done. Now, how, I mean, you could look this up and and you're going to get varying uh, percentages of what's used for communication. It could be 95. I've seen articles that say 97, others say 99, but it's in the 90% tile that Mm -hmm. all communications is done through fiber optics. So that's traveling at the speed of light. I can't, explain to you how fiber optics works because I fucking don't know. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's fucking alien technology. It's, it's straight up witchcraft. It's, I've had this conversation with my father-in-law and because like, so, you know, we got our TV we have a sound yep. bar, right? So you hook in the optic cable yeah. to the Toss TV. And you, yeah. And then you, and then you hook the other end up to your sound bar and you have perfect sound coming through your surround sound system, which is then either Bluetooth or wired to the rest of the surrounding speakers. Yeah. I fucking no idea how a light cable transmits audio, let alone video. And, or <laughs> and and uh, digital. Um, so yeah. So so light traveling at the speed of light is transmitting, like you said, audio, video. Uh, words, yeah, 
instantaneously. It doesn't, right? It doesn't make sense. It, it's, I don't know. Straight up witchcraft. It's, witchcraft. it's 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 very similar as far. As, I mean, we had this discussion at work not that long ago about explain to me how the fuck records are not of the devil. You tell me how a needle scratching a bumpy piece of plastic makes music. Dude, this is the shit that I think about constantly. It goes with VHS tapes. It goes with cassette tapes, A-track tapes, anything like that, right? There's information on this band, even CDs, right? It compresses information. But but the the craziest thing is is that you can take, uh, take a quartz crystal and input it with massive amounts of information i don't know how to do it like i don't i know i put it in the computer and it will do it right but yeah all that shit is straight up witchcraft to me you have to get a pentagram on your floor first and then light some candles you gotta pazuzu and then (laughs) calling babadook um so if we already have communication that travels at the speed of light there is no reason for us to send signals into outer space to be received by a satellite and then uh, reversed back down to a different topic or different topic, different target. If in fact, we also have to think that remember the earth is supposed to be rotating at a thousand miles per hour plus orbiting plus we're shooting through the galaxy. And then earth is said to also wobble and so it's not like a perfect symmetrical turn; it wobbles. Um, mm-hmm. But the but, but the material that satellites are are built out of um, most commonly is Kevlar, uh, aluminum, and a graphite fiber polymer. Uh, so the melting point of Kevlar is 930 degrees Fahrenheit. Aluminum is 1220, and then the graphite fiber doesn't have a melting point, but it turns into gas at 6,254 degrees. So the mm-hmm. temperature of the thermosphere is what we're told most satellites orbit the Earth in. And the constant temperature of the thermosphere with, you know, plus or minuses um, is 2,730 degrees. So Kevlar can't exist in the thermosphere and aluminum can't exist in the thermosphere. Now, we're told that the reason these materials don't melt is because it's 2,730 degrees Fahrenheit, but there's no pressure in space. So it's actually no temperature. So they say it's 2,700 degrees, but because there's no pressure and there's also no oxygen... You can't create a fire. Which we'll get into the sun a little bit later. Um... So now one scientist had claimed that there's uh, there, she was having a debate with somebody who was a flat earther who had asked her about satellites. And uh, he asked, well, I mean, if you guys have satellites and I'm not saying satellites don't exist, I'll explain that in a minute. But um, so what happens when a satellite breaks? What do you do? Is just leave it up there? And she goes, no, actually what we do is we shoot up another satellite to intersect with that satellite's orbit. And then we just have that satellite fix the other satellite. Which would mean then you what? have to have some kind of robotic controls that are traveling in sync with the orbit of that satellite to systematically repair whatever it is is wrong with it. Um, I, to me, I think that's kind of a ridiculous claim. Uh, as of March of this year, 
There's supposedly supposed to be 5,779 satellites in space, and they're all orbiting perfectly in sync because they don't ever collide. Um, and it's kind of funny is whenever we have live videos from the ISS mm-hmm. or from astronauts and different space capsules, which the ISS live feed went down two years ago, um, but they don't ever show you what they call space junk. So if you were to Google space junk right now, the only thing you will come up with is cartoons and CGI. So there's actually no picture from Mm -hmm. outer space showing 5,779 satellites all kind of floating around in this unison. Um, It's also admitted to that Hubble, the Hubble telescope is actually aboard Mm -hmm. um, a 747. It's also called Sophia. It's a stratospheric observatory for infrared astronomy, um, which is why Google Earth, if you ever go to Google Earth and look at images, obviously they only look mm-hmm. straight down. But if you notice, type in any address you want to, they're about two years old, a year or two old. Uh, yeah, they get updated every so often. Yeah. But. Um, they can only look straight down. And uh, now my belief in satellites is that they're just not orbiting the Earth the way that we're told. Uh, I believe them to be um, satellites exist the way that we think that they do, but they uh, um, are attached to weather balloons, which is why they crash all the time. Uh, And I'm not saying that the big tube shaped thing with the um, wings on it that are solar panels or what have you aren't what they look like. They very could be. And they could be used for radio signals for the military or the you know FBI. XM. Exactly XM. What? Have, but it's but it's for sure uh, weather balloons because at the very least we could all admit that if the temperature is two thousand degrees in the thermosphere and that's where we're told that they exist, the material that they're built out of can't exist in that in that region of of space. Um, but satellites is again that's that's more or less my opinion on them and and the research that i did it's not again not proof of the flat earth but just another weird anomaly of what we're told about them just just to play the advocate here i'm like international space station you can get a telescope from fucking walmart doesn't have to even be a great one and you can get the location of the iss from their website and you can see it Mm -hmm. And I think I've even showed you a picture before yeah. of a buddy of mine during clips had taken a picture yeah. Yeah. and you happen to see it. Um, same thing can be done with, I, I, I mean, I've only done it maybe a couple times with satellites, but you can see some satellites orbiting and I've never seen a balloon. That doesn't mean that they're not being kept up there by some sort, because we already know it's very thin up there, right? That's why the SR-71 spy plane, once it gets up to an extremely high altitude, it doesn't need gas for a long fucking mm-hmm. time because there's no, there's hardly any any you know resistance up in, in that uh, that height. So that doesn't mean it doesn't, maybe doesn't have a fuel system that's capable of you know carrying it through for an extended amount of time until it runs out and then eventually crashes. Um, But that's just my argument. How did, how does a balloon stay orbiting? Because if you go out camping, I don't know if you guys have been out camping. Of course. That's the only time that you can really ever see fucking. Yeah. With less, less light pollution, less light pollution. You see a shit ton of stars, but then you see something you can see fucking. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. That's gotta be a fucking satellite. 
Yeah. Let's move it across. There's nothing that moves, you know, straight across mm-hmm. the sky or whatever. How how's a fucking balloon doing that, Brian? How's a balloon staying and and moving? You know, because balloons balloons don't fucking when you send a balloon up, they fucking go just wherever the fucking wind's gonna take mm-hmm. them. It's not like it's on track to keep it propelled, so it has to be keep it away from other satellites. Some, like you said, uh, metal wings projected out with some kind of propulsion system where it's moving it. I mean, unless it's just the gravity or whatever habit in the atmosphere is just saying, oh, okay, it's fucking as you know, the world's turning, it's going to, maybe it just stayed. That's why it looked like it's moving because we're moving. I mean, hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Uh, two things with that one. Um, if we can confirm that it is a satellite, um, if there is some kind of propulsion behind it, it has to be constantly propelling upward so it doesn't fall down and then forward as well. Um, could be also... Well, it's going to go up. It's going to go up because it's in a, in a fucking gas balloon, right? Yes. That's what you're saying. It's a gas balloon that's taking it up into the atmosphere. Right. So if if it is a balloon that's taking it up into the atmosphere and then there has to be some kind of propulsion system to keep it in constant motion once it gets to a certain height, uh, if it even is a satellite, um, we're just assuming that that's what it, it is because we're told that on these clear nights that that's what it must be. Um, you know, the yeah. image that boy that you had showed me of the ISS mm-hmm. could be a weather balloon. It also could be, um, something that is evidential, evidential to, uh, project Bluebeam. Um, they know that people are going to be looking at the eclipse. So therefore, if we say the ISS in this position and then we cast it up there, and I'm not saying this is factual or, or, or not. But but could it also be the International Space Station? Um, I mean, now if even if you say it could be, that doesn't mean that it goes against your argument. No, sure. Right? I, I mean, I I, I think it could so be if it, if, it, if it could be if it could be uh, some sort of Project Blue Beam, you know, side quest or it, if it could be anything else, it could also be the International Space Station. Sure, it could be. Um, but if it is, then there's so many other questions that, that are involved with that, right? So um, There is, but um, my, my take on that is there's already so much weird shit that we encountered just naturally on, on planet Earth, right? Whether it's flat or round, like... Technically, based on the science, a bumblebee shouldn't be able to fly. A bird, right? a gnat, insect, any any type of thing. But then you have you have like the platypus. It's a mammal that lays eggs. That's not supposed to be a thing mm-hmm. either. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many strange. Well, and you know, and, and these are also like our earthly understanding and definitions to what a mammal is. A mammal does not lay eggs. You know. <laughs> Exactly, but but those are things that we have we have to make a category for, you know what I mean? Like when say you just popped up on planet Earth and and you're by yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, what is this green leafy thing? Well, let's fucking call that a plant, right. okay? What is this thing swimming in the ocean? Let's call that a fish, mm-hmm. right? Uh, well, there's a whole bunch of fish like 
but these fish are different. These fish have blowholes. They need oxygen to breathe. That's weird. Let's, let's, let's categorize them as, you know, air breathers. Well, maybe it would be easier if we just came up with a name for air breathers. Let's call all air breathers mammals or, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's just like those things are things that we kind of had to categorize ourselves. Right. And, and I know that they're not natural laws, Right. Um, but those are, but those are things where like, there's just a lot, there's a, like, even when it comes to, you know, certain animals flying, it's still scientifically doesn't make any right. sense. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that we encounter that scientifically just don't make a lot of mm-hmm. sense. So a lot of the times when I think about space or, you know, how we travel to space or the things that exist outside of this world, I kind of sum up as, and maybe that's just my own ignorance and and failing to look further into it, but just kind of crazy shit that we can't explain in general. The, my biggest, I guess, counter argument to myself on that is, well, how would we figure out how to do it in the first place? You know what I mean? Right. So if it's something we don't completely, like we talked about the whole vacuum issue. uh, So if there's something we don't completely understand, then how do we, how do we end up getting there in the first place? Right. Well, there's, there's numerous uh, interviews that were done with some NASA uh, astronauts who, when they were asked, how did you get through the Van Allen radiation belt? So this is miles of thick layers of radiation that are supposed to be orbiting around the sun. Um, and he said, well, we didn't know about it at the time, so it wasn't an issue for us. But now NASA is saying that we have to figure out how we can get through those before we, we start exploring other places. Um, and that might have just been, you know, he didn't think about the question or maybe the, the, the Van Allen belts of radiation around the earth is part of the dome. It's, it's a certain layer that you know, it separates you. us from what's out there. If there is anything yeah, out there. Maybe, the, maybe that dome is layers and layers, like seven layer dip, yeah. you know, it's all, <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of layers. Um, so I'll move into the last two points, right? And before we kind of wrap it up and you guys can ask some more questions about it and we'll get off the fence. Um, so point number two is the um, horizon is apparent. So hold on one sec. The uh, horizon is apparent, and um, what that means is the horizon is not an actual physical location. So the, right. the term horizon is described as an apparent intersection of the earth and the sky to the observer. So the horizon as we see it, whether you know I'm viewing it from the plains of the Midwest or you guys are on the beaches of the U.S. coast, uh, the horizon is apparent and not actual. So it's not a physical location where the sky actually intersects the water or land, wherever you are. Uh, The problem with that is that the heliocentric model can't have an apparent horizon because an apparent horizon isn't measurable and the earth is spherical in shape. So it must have a mathematical measurement to calculate curvature, which it does according to the heliocentric model. So according to the earth curve, Uh, The Earth Curvature Calculator, the following is stated. So it says the Earth Curvature Calculator yields the distance between yourself and the horizon. There are only two values needed to solve this, namely the level of your eyesight or the distance between the ground and your eyes 
and the Earth's radius. These two values into the curvature equation uh, equals uh, A, or area, equals the square root of R plus H squared minus R squared. So R's radius, H's height. Uh, however, this is an issue because the formulation itself, um, there's an issue in the equation. So the calculation calls for an R value, which is radius, which would be half of the circumference of a circle. <laughs> so radius is defined as a line segment that joins the center of a circle with any point on its circumference. This is uh, a begging the question fallacy. So it's giving you the R value. So the R value is presupposed. The earth shape is uh, in question already, so they can't use or assume the R value. And the problem in the math is this. Uh... The Earth is a sphere with a radius of 3,959 miles in circumference. Then the horizon distance measurement must be no more than 1.22 times the square root of the observer's height and feet. The problem is, is that we have numerous instances where we can measure the horizon being farther than what's mathematically possible according to their own numbers. The biggest one would be uh, an image called the black swan. Uh, they call it the black swan because it's two oil platforms. One of them looks like a swan. I don't, it doesn't look like a swan to me, but they just named it that to where <laughs> the height of the observer was noted in the experiment. And then the horizon mm. was readily identifiable behind the second platform. But the problem is, is that the horizon was visible further than it should be according to the must be of the radius. Right. right. So what you're saying is that based off the numbers that is provided to us of the circumference, which we did now can determine the radius, we could see farther than we should be allowed to, because there should be a curvature of at uh, where there's, if there's two oil pat, uh, platforms, the second one that we can see that's further away, we shouldn't be able to see it due to the curvature of the Earth. That's what you're due saying. Due to the curvature and then the, the radius is called into question, yes. So it's called a, um, okay. a modus tollens form of argument. So if P, then Q. If not Q, therefore not P. So that would go as this. Yeah. If the Earth is a sphere with radius 3950 miles in circumference, P then the horizon distance measurement must be no more than 1.22 times 1.225 times the square root of the observer's height in feet q if not q the horizon is further than that therefore not p the earth does not have a radius of 3959 and this has been a kind of a big topic if you will in like the flat earth debate of one the r is presupposed how did you get the measurement and two according to math you have to have a physical horizon because the apparent horizon always changes uh, depending on the height of the view of the observer or whether you're on the beach. Um, there's an argument against this, what's called refraction. So, you know, light bending due to certain atmospheric um, elements. Well, that was, that, see, that was going to be my argument because we've all heard of super moon, right? I know this is different than the horizon because we, we don't see the moon on a horizon ever, but, um, the, the super moon basically the moon looks like it's like you could fucking grab it you know yeah. what i mean it looks it's a lot closer than it is although 
according to the experts. I'm no expert. It's not. Um, and there are times where I've been at the beach and seen sunset, sunrise, uh, or not sunrise. You can't see the sunrise at the beach, but sunset. And there, depending on the day, the sun looks like it's closer than it actually is. Um, and the closer it looks, the closer the horizon mm-hmm. looks just based on the sheer illusion of, you know, the size of the sun itself. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, that argument could be made for sure. I don't, like I said, I'm, I'm not a fucking scientist when it comes to it, but, uh, even though the math suggests that there has to be a physical horizon, we already know that there isn't right. Correct. Uh, well, in, unless you're a flat earth believer, but even then the distance we'll see, I, I'm, I'm not quite sure. So Brian, I, the sunsets, it's setting, 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 and we see it, mm-hmm. right? It looks like it, it's it's like still there, but it's right. not. Then you go higher, and the sun's not as far down. That's true. If, if when you're on an airplane during sunset, it's a trip yep. because it throws off your normal. So if if I'm at the beach and I'm sitting on the beach and I see it, and I'm like, oh fuck, the sun's almost down. Then I drive. 15 minutes away and I'm at a higher elevation, the sun looks still like it's still yeah. higher. And that what, what that does is it actually destroys the argument of saying that the reason we don't see the sun is because it goes over the curve. But actually due to perspective, it doesn't go over the curve. We just can't see it due to its angular resolution size. So if you were standing on the beach and you saw the sun go past the horizon, right? Right. Interesting how we even almost admit to ourselves when we're talking like the sun rises and sets. Well, according to their model, the sun never moves. We do. But if you're standing at the beach and you saw the sun go over the horizon, you can bring the the, the sun back into perspective if you had binoculars. And once it falls out of the side of the binoculars, you can bring it back into sight with the telescope until it goes past the, the, the ability of the telescope to see it. So in essence, the sun's not actually going over a, a point to where it's being blocked by the curvature of the earth is, is what you would well, say. I, like I would say right now, if I got out of telescope, I, I wouldn't be able to see the sun. Sure. Um, and, and I, and I think all of that is well and fine, even with a globe argument, just based on the fact that if you were to get on a plane right now and head West you would be able to see the sun again. Like we know it's not physically dropping below a certain point. Right. And, and I mean, I think anybody that thinks about it hard enough, they understand that the sun rising and setting, it isn't truly popping up over these mountains and dropping into the ocean. You know what I mean? We know that as, as far as the globe argument goes, we know that it's, circling the earth or we're circling the sun, whatever you want to believe. Right. So just based on the fact that the perspective changes with a strong enough, you know, visual apparatus doesn't necessarily mean that it's um, false that the earth is a globe per se, but is now correct me if I'm wrong, flat. and, and, And it could just be like we talked about earlier with the different, you know, subsects of flat earth mm-hmm. believers, mm-hmm. Uh, flat earth believers that believe that the sun is smaller than 
we're told. Is that yeah. correct? And and that the Earth is is smaller. Also, is that also correct, or am I wrong? Um, yeah, uh, in essence, we don't really know the exact size of what we're on because if according to um, the flat Earth, we are you know we're flat, stationary, right? The land mm-hmm. that we've been able to explore doesn't go beyond Antarctica, which encompasses the Earth. So, could just because we say that the the Earth is flat and stationary doesn't mean that there's an edge. Maybe it's infinity land past okay. the shelf, which we just never we're not allowed to exactly. explore beyond. As as far as okay. your your question about if the Earth is smaller, the Sun's smaller, the Moon is smaller. They're all the the Sun and Moon are essentially right. the same size and closer, which is why they always appear right, right. To be the same size. Right. So local local. Local sun, local yeah. moon. Mm-hmm. Okay, because um, because the, the moon. Well, uh, let's have you finish your. Was that the last that point? That was the last or? point for um, okay. the horizon. Yeah. Okay. Now it's bust them up. Because the, the, there because oh sorry, oh, I'm sorry. There, have, there was one more point of okay. the last. Yeah, and, then, and then we'll rebuttal. Yeah. So this is uh, the last point of the what gave me the definitive answers, right? So the assertion of the Coriolis effect. So the Coriolis effect is the assertion that we should see a 15 degrees an hour deviation while the earth spins underneath an inertial reference frame. That sounds really wordy. And essentially what it means is as we watch things that leave the earth, uh, Mm -hmm. baseballs, footballs, airplanes, helicopters, bullets, uh, we should see a 15 degree deviation per hour as the earth turns it's it's the evidence that they use that the earth is rotating mm-hmm. um unfortunately we don't see the deviation because flight times are not uh adjusted whether you go east to west west east to west or west to east um when a helicopter takes off obviously it doesn't shoot off towards the west because the earth is rotating underneath it now well, I would disagree with that because flight times are different from when you're traveling east to west. When you travel to Japan, mm-hmm. if I leave San Diego, fly to San Francisco, then cross over to Japan like I've done like a half a billion times um, when I used to work traveling there, our flight times when we come from Japan back are always um, – Faster. Well, even even the you can cut that difference in half from to and from Hawaii. They're different, also. Mm-hmm. Um, to and from here to North Carolina, it was different. Yeah. Um, but uh, let me let me you go, go ahead, ahead and finish finish your point. No, no, that's fine. Um. Okay. So the heliomontric the heliomontric the heliocentric model says that uh things that are in the reference frame don't deviate because they are traveling with the earth as it spins um so mm-hmm. it's attached so you'll be in the atmosphere the atmosphere is attached so even though you leave the surface of the earth that you're traveling with the atmosphere as it turns so okay. uh that's what the heliocentrics say right so um well, if this is the case, and then there should be a 15-degree deviation from the reference frame, um, then we should see certain things 
like flight times I had mentioned, uh, uh, drones that hover, helicopters that hover, um, or bullets. So the longest recorded confirmed sniper kill was by a uh, Canadian sniper. Um, he had um, killed a Iraqi insurgent um, back in 2010, I think it was, uh, just over two miles. So well, that would mean that the sniper would have to take into account a 15 degree per hour deviation plus the Earth's supposed curvature, which is actually eight inches per mile squared. And that's just kind of a fancy way of saying every mile the Earth curves at eight inches. And then every mile after that, you you square it. So that would mean that he has a 15 degree per hour deviation as the bullet leaves his gun because of the it's now no, no longer attached to the floor. And then he has a 2.67 foot curvature that he has to account for. So if his target moves even a quarter of an inch, hell, a millimeter of an inch, he will miss. Now, there's no, there's no way that he's calculating that in his, in his head, right, or on a piece of paper. Now, you could argue that his instruments are doing it. But even a millimeter of each, he would have to start all over. And what we would know is that if the sniper takes a shot with the earth spinning and the wobbling plus the orbiting and the deviation uh, and the curvature is getting in the way, well, obviously he doesn't have to do that. Of course, you adjust for windage and bullet drop after it loses velocity. But you don't actually have to incorporate any calculation for a deviation of a Coriolis effect. Um, the Coriolis effect in my belief is not something that we can observe at all. Uh, one of the points that they do make about something that demonstrates Coriolis effect is a pendulum. Um, there's certain Mm -hmm. observatories that have pendulums that hang down and they kind of slowly kind of rotate and they're saying this is demonstrating the uh, rotation of the earth or the spin of the earth. Well, there's a problem with that because one, it's attached to the ground. So there's no 15 degree deviation that we can see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with our bodies are very uniquely made and it's 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 so interesting to me that for whatever reason, you know, we're told that the earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour plus the satanic speeds of the orbiting of the sun. And then we're shooting through the, you know, universe. But it's not like we don't ever feel that. Obviously, we, we don't feel that. We don't have constant feelings of um, vertigo, which is basically our inner ear telling us that we're spinning, but we're not. Um, and for me, this was enough to solidify scientifically my beliefs in the flat earth. But the last point I'll make to you guys, and then we'll just kind of get some questions and wrap it up. Um, is that the sun, the moon and the stars are heavenly bodies that were given to us to use as perfect time keeping tables. So the sun tells us what time it is time of the time during the day. It is the moon tells us what day it is. And then the constellations tell us what month it is. And they haven't changed ever. The North Star's never moved. The sun always resets every single day. The moon resets every 30 to 31 days. 
and it's never changed. Now, I have a hard time believing that we can take uh, you know, lapsed time-lapse photographs of the sky focused on let's just say the the north star and the rotation of the stars is perfectly symmetrical. But how could that be if we're spinning, wobbling, orbiting and shooting what we should be able to see is a chaotic time-lapse in the sky of stars zipping this way and that way and then losing losing focus of the North Star and then back to form. I mean, there's a reason also that we use uh, levels in construction. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, um, boy, I don't know how much you use a level, but <clears throat> obviously we know that according to scientists, water is the most accurate level that we can use because water always finds its level. Um, it's actually more mm-hmm. accurate than a laser um, because because of refraction. So as light shoots through a medium, if there's moisture in the air or if there's not enough moisture in the air or dust, it could deviate the laser. So there's always plus or minus with lasers. However, water doesn't do that. So we're told that 71% of water is covering the earth, which mm-hmm. as much as we know, it's 71%. Who knows? It could be more. I don't know. We don't know how big the earth is. And yet water is always perfectly level. Water always finds its way to be level, but it's doesn't fit the heliocentric model because water, water is always level, but then it's supposed to curve and then it sucks to a spinning ball you know, and the oceans are, are said to have waves and currents because of the moon's gravitational pull and also the Earth's spin. So those two combined give us waves and high tides and low tides. But it's interesting that the Earth's spin and the moon's gravitational pull, if that exists, doesn't affect lakes. It doesn't affect swimming pools. So it only affects great bodies of water. And I just kind of have a hard time believing that. Um, and and last point I make um, before you guys start riddling me with questions is um, this wasn't something that I had decided after an evening on a podcast. I vigorously researched this topic for two and a half years before I finally was like, "Yep, this is what it, this is what I believe." And again, you know, people people have made fun of me for they call me crazy, and that's perfectly fine. Um, We've made yeah, you've made fun of me on numerous occasions. Don't worry, you're on well, a list. Kind of, you're on a list. You kind of sprung it on us. every every chance we get. We make fun. You of kind of sprung it on us. And I remember, I think we were at Stephen Ave's, and we were all sitting on the floor, and we were. I think it was at their house. We we're all sitting on the floor. It was, and because I remember we were watching um, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think it was right after a game. We were watching a mm-hmm. game and there's a bunch of us. And somebody said something about, I don't remember how it came up, something about the earth. And you're like, well, it's flat. And then we already knew your conspiracy theory. So we were kind of like, ha, 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 ha. And then I think one of the kids brought a dinosaur out. And you mentioned something about the dinosaur. And from there on, I think a lot of us thought that it was just a running joke. <laughs> I think you said numerous times, you're like, we're just waiting for you to say, gotcha. <laughs> Fucking gotcha. You know, but 
So, so uh, with the with the sniper thing, now we have to also remember that there's buildings, there's mountains, there's hills. You know, so when we're counting for the Earth's curvature, we also have to remember that. We're, we're not accounting for it, especially at a, when we're, you know, trying to shoot somebody two miles away, mm-hmm. right? Because that guy could be in a five-story building two miles sure. away. So the calculation is going to have to be extremely uh, different than just, you know, calculating for the curvature of the earth. Now, you're absolutely right when it comes to that guy needs to be fucking dead on. Like if that guy hiccups <laughs> farts, he's going to miss. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's going to miss, but snipers also know the nature of a sniper. Like that guy's not going to fucking move. Right. Because he knows that if he does move, his shot's going to be mm-hmm. off. Right. So, I mean, that would be my argument for that. <laughs> or, um, let me, let me throw this back at you. Or they don't have to take into account any of these motions because it doesn't. Well, we're, we also have to think, take into account the the type of bullet he's firing. We have to take into account the the type of powder he's using. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of other factors that are taken into consideration as well outside of the natural law. Right. Um, so, and like I said, I mean, I'm no scout sniper, so I... I I mean, I hope I'm not fucking up anything because I would hate for some dude to be sitting two miles away from me right Couldn't now. Couldn't they do some window. kind of testing, though, for this to double check this? Couldn't they put a laser? I mean, how strong are the lasers that we have? Well, they have. And, or but, they but, shoot it out and, and just see it against the target and they can see if it... They, you know. they have. But the problem is, is that most of the tests fall to and like against and for either or. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, it's it's hard to say. Like, yeah, it's a. Uh, I think it's a it's a it's a question that will could be debated for a, a while. And um, you you made a comment about the oceans and about how they it wouldn't make sense for them to curve around a ball. Right. Yeah. Well, so you're saying that the oceans are contained and. Uh, I don't know. A minute. Dome. He's saying it's flat. Flat. And then you pour some water in it and then you put some land in it. And that's just how the ocean. Yeah. What the fuck is keeping the water from spilling out everywhere? Uh, If there's a a, a body that's containing it, such as the Antarctica that encompasses the entire Earth, or it could be... um, So there's... I, I know you talked about your the flat model of the way the, the yeah the um, earth. I don't mean to, I don't mean so to cut you off, boy. This is Earth here. Yeah, right. You got the lip of the of this the lip around this cup is Antarctica. Yes, and then Earth is in there with the water. And That's shit. boy. Yeah. If you yes. go to our Instagram page and click on the last highlight, yeah. it's actually um, more of a visual representation with a dope ass song from Nas and Damian Marley. <laughs> Oh, is that where you picked? Is that where you sent that? Yeah, I, well, I put why it on a highlight, that? but yeah, that's why I sent that. Well, plus, I mean, there's so many other things that Damien talks about in that song. When I'm just like, "This is fire, this is fire." Yeah, but uh, it's more of a, a visual representation, and 
you know, when I listen to Nathan Oakley on his show, he never claims a model because even if we could create a model, it's not what we live on. Like that. Yeah. Okay. Supposedly, right? I have no idea. Yeah. Well, well I, I, so I mean, I it want would that be as my new screensaver in my phone. <laughs> right. So, but it would be safe to say because, and and I I don't know how many times I've told you this. Like, even when it comes to the theory of rel- relativity, the theory of gravity, like all of these things are theories, which means we really don't fucking know, no. right? And I think that's what people forget when they start to argue it. It's like, dude, it's it's a theory. We don't we don't truly know because. Like I said, there's so much strange shit in our world and we just go about living our lives. Like even our body is strange. Mm-hmm. The human eye, they've never been able to replicate it. There's no way that they can ever replicate it yeah. because it's so complex and so unique, right? Um, even when you compare it to animals' eyes, we see so much more than they do, but there are other animals that see more than we do just based on the way their eye is designed. You know what I mean? Our ears, the, the way we pick up sound is unique and different. Um, but like, like you had mentioned about the inner ear issue, right? Like, why aren't we feeling vertigo? Exactly. But but you got to think how fast thousand, but there's, 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 um, elevations, that humans struggle at and uh, with everything, right? With breathing, with hearing, their sense of smell, all of that shit. But there's animals that thrive at those elevations. Same with, with sea depth. There's certain animals that they don't need eyes to see down there, right? Um, they don't need certain traits of other marine animals at certain levels uh, because they just simply don't need them. Right. So uh, I would say it's more environmental, Um but you think about like getting on an airplane or a fucking bullet train, right? You get on that bullet train and it's going fucking 200 miles an hour or an airplane's going three, 400 miles an hour and you can pour a soda into a glass and drink it and fucking not have it shoot all over you when you open it up, you know? So that's kind of the way I've always thought about the earth, whether we're shooting up or spinning or whatever, uh, you get into an airplane and I can't see Chris hanging out in his backyard, skinny dipping in his <laughs> stupid Broncos pool, right? Because it's because we're so high up, right? So yeah. you don't see hardly anything, right? And it's so that to me tells me that the earth is so fucking big mm-hmm. that us being so small, it would be almost like an ant on a beach ball, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's just the way I've always thought about it. I don't yeah. Know. I I mean I don't know I want to know how they got the, these answers to how big the Earth is. I, want, oh, I, I, I for want sure to know, want to know that too. Just how do they general. calculate what speed we're rotating at? How do they calculate the speed of? I think they just made our, it up. Our honest. traveling around <laughs> the sun. You know, I want I want to know those now. But I'm. Let let me say this before we wrap up the show too. I think I'm, I'm kind of surprised the question that you guys didn't ask me is why. Right, like why would they hide this? Shit well, well, I think it's all about control, right? Well, and I, 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 I think I've probably said this to to Brian a couple times: is that flat Earth is the silliest conspiracy theory to me. And I know there's plenty of arguments against it, right? But personally, flat Earth, especially when you're talking about like fucking 
frazzle drip, right? You're talking about global elites trafficking children and satanic worship and satanic rituals on a massive, you know, Olympic opening ceremony level that everyone has to see. Things like that. Things like JFK getting murdered and the reasons behind it by a ziggy zaggy bullet. Yeah, so so that clearly they didn't account was for it the two miles away. Here. Yeah, <laughs> what an idiot! But, so like we have conspiracy theories like that, right? We have conspiracy theories like the thirteen families that run the world and all this and that. And it's like, well, yeah, but the Earth is flat, and it's like, dude, let's fucking handle all of these satanic right. worshiping child traffickers first. Brian, you know what I mean, Brian? Why? So here would be my take: um, is that I think it's. Being on this show, I think it's very self-evident that the world is run by psychopaths. And we don't ever add, like Absolutely. ask why a, a, a serial killer is a serial killer. Um, there's some insane people out there. Like, what's the statistic that like like 13% of people are, are, are sociopaths or what are psychopaths? Um, my yeah. belief is that if they could hide evidence of a creator they could come up with whatever they want to control, to divide, to fool with. I mean, how many times have we talked about project Bluebeam? If True. we know that the earth is flat and it is stationary and we are enclosed and we were put here with a purpose and we're so uniquely and magnificently created, they can't ever fool us with a fake alien invasion. They can't ever tell us that, you know, um, uh, whatever they want to come up with. And it, it, it sounds crazy. They're like, how would you be able to keep this big of a secret? Well, fuck. They just shut down the entire world for a flu. That's the entire world that they just did that. Not just, you know, s- certain countries or what have you. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that there's a certain number of people that could keep something like this very quiet as far as, they have not privatized space um, like they had talked about doing. And, you know, space agencies in itself are so decompartmentalized. So is there somebody out there actually building like a capsule that they're told is made for a satellite or a spaceship? Yeah, of course there is. And as far as they know, it's going where they're told it's going. The only people that know where it truly goes or doesn't go is the people that are in the control room or that are supposedly on the, you know, shuttle itself uh and higher than that and um like i don't think it's improbable to assume that they could hide something like this for the purpose like you said chris of control um if you guys ever want to i I think we should actually do an episode on the challenger disaster so that was apollo (laughs) i can't remember which one it is um, but it was the shuttle that took off and blew the fuck up, like, yeah, right in front of everybody. So, so that, so that would also watch that one. I was, I watched that one watch it live. Okay, hold on, live, yeah, because this would also make a good Mandela effect episode. Mm. Okay, okay, so we'll get into that because we're gonna do Mandela effect, I but there's wait. a Mandela effect on the Challenger. And it fucking blew my mind. And and dude, I don't want to get into it now. Because but. the Challenger well hold no, let's fucking talk about it for we got let's go three minutes for like three <laughs> minutes and we'll wrap it up at like two hours. So Okay. I thought I watched it live. 
when it happened, exactly. it happened in like 78 or something like that or 79. Dude, way too. So no, yes. no, no, settle down <laughs> because me, you, and you, we all remember seeing it. We all remember seeing it. It wasn't until fucking CERN came along that all of a sudden the date changed. Then what the fuck did we The want? Mandela effect. You saw it, I but know. it didn't happen then. Uh, 86. <laughs> I'm sorry. 86. 86. I was so you. So, Chris, how, how old were you in 86? Six years old. I was in kindergarten. I was one. Probably wasn't even one by the time this happened. I'm going to ask my mom and dad. Because Dude. I know that we sat in school and I know, watched it. I know that I remember seeing I, it. Yeah, and I, I can tell you I can tell you what school I was at. I can tell you I was in Monterey at that man, time with man, my dad. Man, my dad was effect. going to uh school in Monterey. Uh, school. It's all yeah, fucked it's, up. It's a whole other episode we'll get into. I think into. that should be on the and that's one of, that's one of the biggest. That's one of the biggest Mandela effects. <sighs> Disregarding the Mandela yeah. effect itself. The with the fucking uh the challenger disaster too like after you look at it and i'll say one more thing about the flat earth too uh is that the astronauts that were on the shuttle that died mm-hmm. they're still alive and well and the the explanation of it is it's kind of funny when you look into it because like alive and well what are you talking like about three of them had identical twins um it is strange because i've looked into and because because the whole idea behind there's a quite a few conspiracy theories behind why that challenger shuttle blew up to begin with not all of them have to do with flat earth but a lot of them are pretty fucking insane yeah it's it's for sure a conspiracy i just wanted to leave this with you guys and we'll get off the fence and say bye and then we'll announce the next episode that's coming out because it was kind of a pre-om two right before the election but Three years ago, when I started doing research on this, you could find whatever you wanted about Flat Earth. YouTube videos, websites, um, Instagram had a lot of stuff going on at the time, Facebook as well. If you type in, <laughs> if you, if you type in Flat Earth right now on YouTube, you will go through 10 pages of Flat Earth debunked, Flat Earth retards, Flat Earth idiocracy. What, so... Flat Earth is 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 a topic as well as nine eleven and a couple others that have been deemed by YouTube to be um, inappropriate and they've outright censored it. So a lot mm-hmm. of the content that I had looked at two three years ago, I was trying I was there. trying to find it again, and it's I don't want to say it's gone, um, but it's it's it's, it's, it's deep it's hard yeah, it's deep find. dark deep and dark and buried and again if if, if, uh, again circumstantial but if flat earth is is so retarded and stupid it should it it should just eventually fade away because it goes back to the premise that i've i've been saying for a while if something is crazy and you let it talk then people are going to realize it's crazy that's what we do with joe biden but if you but if you choose to censor it that kind of makes you wonder yeah in my mind, at least where I'm at right now with, with the way I'm, I'm doing my thinking. Yeah. So shit, guys, that's it. That's the that's the theory of the flat Earth. I got some research to do. Yeah. Um, like I said, dude, I'm not I'm not married to the ball. I'd like to see some some hardcore. Like I would like to see some visual evidence. And my only argument against it would be that at this point in time, how the fuck has no one explored it on their own? 
I know there's a treaty, but you'd think that there would be some fucking, some person, you know what I mean? Somewhere yeah. that yeah. got a little bit more concrete evidence. Um, and, and honestly, I would say that since I met you, I, I can't say that I believe flat earth, but I will say that arguments have been made that some of them are completely invalid and honestly fucking retarded. <laughs> but, uh, but I can say that there are some arguments that have been made where you could go, okay, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. And, but they, but there's a lot of arguments the other way also. Um, so I, I would say that I'm still not a definitive flat earth believer. Um, what about you? I like the visual reference of like the oil rigs that you talked about. What's that was that was called the black swan. Yeah. Was that what you African American swan? Yeah. I like black swan. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Black because you can swan. look at it and you can mathematically you can see it, right? It's a good visual res- representation that you can make on your own. Yeah. Sure. I I just have a lot of uh, just I don't know. I would talk to my Navy guys that have sailed around the world. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Mike, and- Mike has, Mike has said, and I'm sure maybe even Jason, I don't know. Um, but you could probably ask Jason, but I know Mike has said like, no, that's bullshit. I've seen the, the curve. Jason's a seaman too. He was a, a <laughs> sem- well, he was an aviation technician, but yeah, not a whole yeah, lot of salmon in his future. Down. Uh, but yeah, I, Mike, spent a lot I would I would know a lot of people that would say, yeah, we've seen the curvature. I've seen, you know, we had to of the Earth, not of yeah, not other of the other things of the. But um, maybe not of sounding. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not. I'm on the fence still. Um, I I think I'm married to the ball because it's been ingrained in me for so long. Mm-hmm. But I am curious as a motherfucker now. It's I want to know more. Here's the thing. I'm I'm at a point now in my life where I am fucking open to whatever, open. baby. <laughs> I'm I'm opening up because I feel like we're lied to so much and oh, dude, the- we are we are for sure. But like when it comes to the lied to thing, right? Like we know we've been lied to about Corona. We and we know that the reasons we've been lied to about Corona are political and financial, mm-hmm. right? At the very least, and for control. Um, but when it comes to when it comes to flat Earth, it's like, what are they going to control? Like, I agree with Brian's statement about if they if they able to disprove that there's a creator and that there was a plan for us and that we have a preordained um, destiny or life that we're supposed to be living. If they can take that and disprove that, then they can t- control what we do and how we do things. And with that, that's all the power they right. need now. But because uh, honestly, I feel this way recently it, it is, you know, they've, uh, I don't know how many places have pulled God out of the pledge, pledge of allegiance and things like that. And they are, constantly trying to reduce religion and honestly i don't think it matters whether it's christianity catholicism or whatever you see what they're doing to the jews in new york and it's fucking disgusting yeah Yeah. um but i think that there's been a resurgence of people like looking more towards religion or even just spirituality in general to help them through the shit that we're going through and um uh, when it comes to the control of Corona and, and the control of all these political spats that we're going through and, and everything like that, it seems like 
they would know by now that they need to have a finesse with the control, right? They they can't have too much control and they can't have too little control. Too much control, they're going to start fucking revolting. And that's kind of what we're seeing now. Too little control, obviously, we fucking run buck wild. Yeah. But, you know, um, and maybe at a time where technology was less advanced and the amount of information we consume was a lot less... Mm -hmm. Um, maybe, you know, globe versus flat earth was the most control they could have at that time, but it would just seem, and, and, but I do agree that them censoring it all is, is a big question mark. Yeah. Like why, why would you censor it? Cause we're seeing it now with, with all the, the Biden fucking hard drive and with, you know, the information from, from certified doctors and everything like that, that's getting censored and, and thrown out. Yeah. What, what is the reason behind censoring flat earth? Like what's, what's the big fucking deal? And, you and know? Just so you guys know, when I had brought up the um, encyclopedia uh, Americana from the 1958 edition, that was the last edition that had said that about Antarctica with the dome after that, they took it out. But you know, um, the importance of flat earth to me is, is nothing more than, than um, a set of beliefs that I now have. It's not the hill I die on by any means. Um, I just think that after I had kind of came to the conclusion of what we're on, I, I feel like it's almost like I chipped off some enamel of my third eye and I kind of became a little bit more open to m- m- things around me. And then I knew that through my belief systems, there's certain things that I can just throw out that mm-hmm. people you know, will say to me or, or an article that will come up. Like I always think it's kind of funny now with you know being a flat earther or whatever you want to call me. Um, an article will come out from NASA and be like, you know, scientists are worried about an asteroid the size of Great Britain crashing into the... Oh, it missed us. Good thing. Oof, that was a close one. Yeah. See, and I... <laughs> When it, even when it comes to shit like that, I'm skeptical anyways, because it's like, what, four or five times a year that we hear about that shit or, uh, you know, there's just a lot of shit that they throw at us to get. At, they use fear as a control. And I don't even if we knew that the earth was flat for sure, then there would be some sort of other fucking form of fear that they would try and control us with. Right. Um, but. One last question, I guess, before we we sign off here is: yeah, both, yeah, both. we look we, we we look through telescope, and and we already know, like when when we look at Mars, right? It's just a little red speck. If you have a strong enough telescope, you can make out some detail, but we know it's round, right? Um, Why do we know it's round? Because it's a round shape. Circular. It's thing. not like a. It's not like a. It's not like a line. Yeah, it's not like a. Line, it's not flat. Right? It's not flat. It's, it's, it's a round shape, um, somewhat of a circle. So my question is, is the, the thing, the objects in space that we can see mm-hmm. that the are sun, around the why, sun, the moon, yeah, Mars, why, why is earth the only one that would be flat? Is it because it's uniquely created by a creator? Uh, yes. And, and to the other part of the question of, of why, why are these other heavenly bodies circular in observation? Um, it would be that the, you know, the ancients actually called other planets, they called them wandering stars, which I think mm-hmm. at some point when we get into the guests that we will have on, 
um, next month, who's an expert on Nephilim and the biblical giants. Uh, we might get a little mm-hmm. bit into um, the whole wandering stars and, and you know, shooting stars or it could be an, uh, a Nephilim or a, a fallen angel or what have you. Um, right. but yes, the, the earth is uniquely made this way. And there's kind of like Genesis isn't the only verse that talks about it. Um, they're, they're right. all throughout the Bible. So it's kind of like a diagram for it. But, right. uh, also too, it would be another logical fallacy to assume that if that's a circle or a sphere, that's a sphere, that's a sphere. Therefore we should be a sphere. Why are we the only one? Not a sphere would be like, well, yeah. A basketball is round to get shot into a round hoop. Therefore, the court should be round. Well, yeah, but but the argument against that would be that then we would have to assume that every round planet that we see has to be facing us in order for us to assume mm-hmm. that, right? So that that's that's the only argument. But there's also more ancient um, religious text that never describes the moon, and there's also some. You know, um, like I guess you would call them like cave drive, cave drawings or etchings or descriptions about the sky that never mention the moon because the moon is strange to begin with. It's really fucking weird, right? Um, there's there's some articles that have suggested they found rust on the moon. So strange facts about the, the high strangest about the moon, the fact that we can only see one face of the moon, the moon never turns. Um, the dark side of the moon is always the dark side of the moon air quotes. Right. Um, so the moon itself is strange and I, that's honestly a whole nother podcast. We have to get a moon expert in here. Yeah. You know, but, but it, it, it's just, there's, there's a lot of, like I said earlier, there's a lot of anomalies that are completely unaccounted for, even with scientific theory, even with natural law theory, that a lot of this shit just doesn't apply to a handful of things. You know what I mean? And it's just shit that I think that maybe it's not that it doesn't apply. It's just shit that we don't understand. Right. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting if, if, I mean, you guys are interested in doing more research on your own about it. I mean, there's certain things that I could suggest you it's, it's a lot harder. It's a lot fucking harder now because everything's censored on it. But um, there's a lot of images out there for, you know, how we see, for example, um, a picture of Saturn, right? If you were to Google a picture of Saturn, you'll get first picture you'll probably get is like a cartoon. And then other ones are images that are said to have been given us to us by NASA. But there's a lot Mm -hmm. of people on earth that have high power telescopes and, or like the, the Nikon P 1000 that has this ridiculous zoom on it. And if you were to zoom in Mm -hmm. on what we would assume is a planet or, or called Saturn, it doesn't actually look like that. And all of the planets, so-called, actually, when you see these images that people have taken themselves, it almost looks like, I don't describe it this way because it sounds like I'm leading you guys, but it almost looks like there's water in front of it. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of interesting when you when you kind of start doing this research and um, start asking these questions. I mean, there's a couple books that I've read on this topic and then plus you know hours of videos that i went through when doing this but it sucks now dude because it's just if you if you type in black swan right now on google they'll be like black swan the stupidity of this argument and then they talk about refraction and all 
everything that I get from Yahoo now is like either to shit on Trump or to prove that coronavirus is real. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I totally understand that. But as far as like the the water in front of the object, because I, I do think that the guy's description is is it's pretty strange, and I definitely like to look more into that. But on a hot day, you take you know a picture like ground level of a car parked, you know. 25 feet away, it's going to look like there's water in front of it also. So I the think heat off the ground. Yeah. So there's, I think there's different things that might be able to create that sort of illusion. Um, but you, you brought up some valid points and I wish I had some more valid points. And cause I know Mike is probably yelling at his phone right now. Why didn't you fucking ask this? But I think I was just taking it in. I think we might have to do a round two where we, sure. we come back with a bunch of rebuttal to throw back yeah, at you because sure. we've a lot of information to take in, but it was, it was good. This is fun. These are the ones I like because it, it makes you oh, think, fuck, man, wait till you get to Mandela effect. Dude, I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. Leave that. It's going to be exciting. Still at home. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> going to leave my gun at home. I brought my gun tonight, but it's only because we had a creep prowling around our house. Well, you should probably keep it on you until, at least December. So yeah. <laughs> Cops plus going to tactical or oh, Jesus Christ. Let me know if you need backup, dude. Yeah. Anytime after three thirty, I'll be there. I'll be there. <laughs> come be my, my car partner. Tell them, do not do riot it. between the hours of seven AM and three thirty PM because I will be at work. Yeah. I cannot help you. Six thirty eight. Can't wait till the first guy comes up and tries to fuck with me and you and oh, you dude. tie him up like a pretzel. <laughs> Dude, had jujitsu this morning. I wasted all my submissions in like the first half hour, and after that, I was useless. So <laughs> I only need to fight. Oh no, no, no! I wasn't tired. I just couldn't submit anybody. <laughs> well, um, just so you guys know, if the tournament is still on November fourteenth, uh, I think Nicole will probably like live stream it on like Facebook yeah. or Instagram, something like that, so you guys can watch. But, um. Wrapping up the show, this episode will come out October 30th, um, so next Friday, and then we'll be recording an episode next Friday that we'll release before the election, so we're not actually spacing it out by a week that time. We're going to have Miriam Hanain back on the show. She's going to come talk about elections and the censorship that she's seeing and what she's seen with uh, the Biden, our drive, and all that good stuff, so it's going to be... Oh, she's got some good shit. Dude, she's going to drop <laughs> awesome knowledge yeah. on us. I love oh, yeah. She was great last time, so she'll be great this time. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. uh, and then stay tuned on our, our website. We're going to be having a upcoming episode because we're, we're really trying to drive all of our listeners and our traffic to the website since Instagram can fuck off and stop censoring us. They can't censor our website, yeah. though. So um, if you're a listener of the show, please head on over there. Check it out watch some of the videos. One of the videos that we recently put on our video section um, is about Project Monarch and the mind control operation with the CIA. The lady who made that video, I don't say lady, I make her sound old, but um, her name is <laughs> Amy at uh, Instagram. Her, it's Amy says WTF and that's her YouTube handle as well. She made that documentary. She's going to come on the show in November as well. So we got a lot of guests lined up for you. So yeah. we're pretty excited and hopefully you are too. Make sure you hit the notification bell with whatever platform you listen to us on. I have so many people when I do like live streams on our Instagram, they're like, yeah. when's, the next- <laughs> when's the next episode? How do, how can I listen to the show? You have a show? I'm like, yeah, we do. 
As a matter of fact, as a matter, as a matter of fact, fact, we do. So yeah, and I, I'm, I'm totally down for live Q and A's. You just gotta give me more than fifteen no, minutes yeah, notice. For, usually, when those those live Q and A's happen, I'm like kind of drunk, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, you guys down to go live right now?" I know you were let's a couple weeks it. ago. You're like, it's like nine thirty, and he's like, "Dude, let's do a live Q and A." I'm like, "I'm in bed, dude." <laughs> I get up at three o'clock in the morning, dude. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, even my wife's like, "You gotta do more." Because everyone's just going to think it's Brian on the show. Like, yeah. Okay, all right, well, all right. yeah, and, and the trouble is too is we're just kind of working through some of the. We, we're just as soon as we can quit our our day jobs. Yeah, that's fuck. the hope. I'll do live. Patreon is coming soon. <laughs> it will be out before the end of the year for sure. Um, we're just getting some yeah, content yeah. ready for that. I don't want you to be like, hey, Patreon's live. Go subscribe right now. What do I get? Absolutely fucking nothing as of this point. So. <laughs> Uh, thanks for your, yeah, we want to give you guys your thanks for your money, bitch. Um, all right, guys, that's it for this. I want you to get up, Chris. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You ain't saying this, hell. Donald Trump, Putin, and shit. I say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot.